0: Hi, this is Carlene of Thin Brain Training and Raw Food Boot Camp. This is our fifth podcast to go with the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So there won't be one on Saturday or Sunday, as I do take the weekends off to get my voice back after making all these podcasts, because I actually do daily audios also for my active groups. So it'll be the last one. There won't be one on Saturday and Sunday. And then we'll see on Monday um, if there is a... Desire for them again, or if we want to continue or if I come up with some other thing that we can do to help ease the fears and The anxiety of what's happening around our world, you know yesterday um, California in America issued a stay-at-home order and I had yesterday before that came out I had one of my one of my regular clients tell me that you know, she felt like she was in prison and she was just going nuts being stuck in her house and I said, well, you know, you can still go for walks. You can still go for a drive in your car. And she didn't realize that. She didn't realize that she could still actually leave the house. She didn't have to stay physically in the house. So I think it's real important that we understand the difference between social distancing and, and total isolation. We're human beings, we are very social minded. It's going to be very hard for us to be in isolation. So according to what I'm seeing from, from the news is that if you test positive or you're sick, then you go in isolation, that you lock yourself in your room till you're better type of thing. But if you're not and you don't, don't have any symptoms, they're asking you to do social distancing. They're saying don't go to bars, don't go to restaurants. You want to be at least six feet away from all people. Now, is that your children? I don't think so. I mean, if your children get it, you're going to get it. That's just the way that's going to go. But if you're if you want to go out and out, you can't go to crowds, but you could still go out to a state park and go for a walk. In fact, California is is kind of promoting people to go for a walk. Just stay away from other people, you know, go to go for a drive. You can't stay locked up if you start to feel like a prisoner. We talked this past week about coming up with projects so your mind stays busy, finding and using uh, things like Zoom or Skype and and staying connected to other people via the Internet. You have to find ways to cope. This isn't going to go away. It's not going to go away for another week, a month maybe a couple of months. So we have to find coping mechanisms. And that's up to you. You have to take that responsibility and do that. You can't wait for people to tell you what to do because they're too busy trying to save the the world. So you need to be ready to step up and figure out what can you do? What are your responsibilities when it comes to this virus? How are you going to stay socially responsible while protecting your family and keeping everyone pretty sane. Now, there's going to be a lot of contradictions. We got a huge one. You know, everyone's talking about um, social distancing. And we got an email from my granddaughter's school saying, okay, come in on Monday to collect all the kids' belongings out of their lockers and stuff. So you all need, there's like 800 students at the school. You all need to come in between 9 and 12 to collect that stuff. Well. That's a lot of kids with their parents all of a sudden showing up at the school to collect stuff. And we have to we have to be socially conscious and responsible when we go there, right? We The school, they're just making a big mistake, for one. But they're not taking things into account. They probably should have just scheduled people to come in at certain times and taken a week to do it. But that's not what they're doing. So we have to go to get their stuff out of their classrooms and out of their lockers so it's up to us it's on us to be careful to do social distancing among other people to convince our our young children what social distancing means and how they have to abide by it my youngest one she loves to hug all her friends they see each other and they have their arms all over each other But it's our responsibility to teach her not to do that before Monday. And we have to take that responsibility. We have to find ways to abide by what they're saying we need to do, regardless if we believe them or not. There's the thing. You know, I have my doubts, just like everybody else, about what's going on. You know, I have these questions I want to ask that no one's going to give me answers to. But... I am not smart enough. I am not an infectious disease professional that I can go out and say, well, I don't have to abide by what they're telling me. Of course I do. They, I'm not one to say they know best, but if it's the CDC and, and you know, the the doctors saying this is important to do, I'm just going to go do what they say because even if I don't believe every word they say, I have to trust what we're doing as a world to try and combat this. And that's my social responsibility. And I hope you have that sense of social responsibility as well. And I think when we, when we come up with what we're going to do and how we are going to abide by these rules and how we're going to stay sane on our own and keep our families safe, when we have these, these plans in place, then we can live at a calmer pace ourselves. We can feel more balanced. We don't have to panic as much because we know we've done what we needed to do to keep our, our families and our community safe. Now, I did see, I saw something on news and it was called um, Invisible Partners, something like that. There's a, a bunch of students and grad students who are delivering, going out and doing grocery shopping and stuff for the elderly, and you know, they do have, if, if you really are, if you're healthy and you can't stay home, see if you can volunteer at some of these things, if that will get you out. See what the essential jobs are in your community and see if you can volunteer at them. So if you're healthy, only if you're healthy and you don't have any compromised health issues, you could find a way to kind of get outside and, and be with other people and still support your community and give to your community. So you have to do what's responsible to you. Now, how do you figure that out? That's a big question, right? How do you figure that out? Well, that's where this whole meditation comes in. Because if you meditate, you do that whole peace and love to the world, health and and love to the world, and, and then you get down deeper and you start doing gratitude and affirmations, you eventually reach a point where you're just focused on you. On you and that's when you have to see yourself how you are living your life during this pandemic what are you doing are you putting up your art shop are you are you bringing in your your neighbors children are you staying isolated at home are you volunteering only do positive things don't think oh am I sick but you have to think about this and see if you can envision who you are in this in this social responsibility amongst all of us as we deal with this coronavirus. And maybe you can see your role in all of this. And it may be just to stay home. It may be to set up your own online tutorial and teach people to do things. It may be you staying home and like we talked about yesterday, learning a language or You know, learning how to do something you've always wanted to do. You know, there's master classes online. So there's many things you can do. So think about it. Think about it and see what you can do. All right. So the weekend is here. And things are going to get scarier. Numbers are going to get bigger. And you have to remember, stay calm. As the numbers in the United States just grow, you have to remember it's because all of a sudden people are getting tested. All these people were probably sick before. Those numbers haven't really grown. It's just more people are getting tested, so we know more. Don't lose sight of the truth. Always keep in mind you have to know the true facts and don't let anyone all of a sudden scare you into things. We have to stay balanced through all of this. We can't afford to get scared. We can't afford to panic. Our kids, our families, our loved ones, our parents, they all depend on us to have that level-headedness during this whole coronavirus. We can't panic. And we have to know the truth. So if you're in California and now you have a stay-at-home order, it's your responsibility to look that up and know exactly what that means for you in your community. You know, if you are in Germany and they have rules and regulations or France or Italy, regardless of where you are, you have to understand the rules and what is expected of you in social responsibility. And then you have to abide by them. You have to find ways to make them work for you in your life. And we talked about that all this week. Have your own gardens, you know. Talk to your friends over the fence, your neighbors. You know, you can come up with things to do to keep you sane during all of this, to keep you responsible, and to keep you safe. But that is all on you. And while it's a big responsibility to take on, the cool part is we can control a lot of our own environment. So while the coronavirus is out there and we have no control over that and we have no control over the people who aren't abiding by things, we have total control over ourselves and our children. And if we have aging parents, we have a lot of control there as well. So you can control your own environment and you can take charge in your own family. And that is freeing, knowing that you're in charge. You're in charge of yourself as well. So how you react and respond is totally on you. But if you can keep from getting too anxious and too stressed and too fearful, you can make good decisions. That's why meditation is so important or and breathing, deep breathing is so important because when you're angst, you don't make good choices. And you can talk yourself into so much fear that you get to the point of paranoia. And you don't want to do that. If you isolate in your house and you're not sick, you're healthy, and you close your curtains and you, you lock all your doors and you start thinking, I can't go out, I can't go out. You are gonna have a nervous breakdown. You cannot do that. You have to have social interaction. We're human beings, we have to socialize. That means you need to get your computer out and you need to get your friends online and you need to stay social. You need to talk about what's going on with your friends and not just sit and mull it around in your own head every single day, because then you're going to start hearing the worst. You've got to turn off the TV, turn it off, Just do what you have to do to stay socially responsible and watch it just an hour a day because the more you watch, the more scared you're going to get and the more confused you're going to get and the anger, the more angry you're going to get because you're going to realize this all could have probably been avoided if we had all acted a little sooner. So just stay away from the news. Just do yourself a favor. You know what you have to do to stay safe. You know what you have to do to keep your family safe. You need to just go and do it and then sit back, binge some Netflix before that crashes, and uh, and look around and say, I have control of this. I have control of this. I know what I'm doing. I'm responsible for whom I need to be responsible for, and I will make good choices and decisions. And tell yourself that over and over again, and then you'll believe it. And then you'll be able to live a nice, calm life. All right. In some shape or form, I will see you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Again, feel free to email me. I'm I'm around. Just email me. I'm so happy to give the support you need to get through this.